Is his snoring going to be picked no, up yeah. on this? <laughs> can we put a mic down there so it we can, can be? Because that would be a great opening. Uh, we bored your dog to sleep. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened on a podcast. Welcome to Sauce on Beer Burn Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. Tonight I'm joined with Andrew Spog and Andrea Bolt. We're here sampling the Redwood Empire uh, whiskey. We have their Emerald Giant in their Pipe Dream, which is their rye whiskey and their bourbon whiskey. Uh, we're going to start with their rye whiskey tonight. Uh, this is a three to five year old barreled whiskey. Uh, it's 95% rye, 5% malted barley. Um, Guys, what do you think so far? I'm very excited to uh, try this. It's uh, it smells very spicy. It's really yeah. good. Uh, good nose on it. I think the cool part about Redwood Empire, and we'll kind of talk about them as we kind of go through this whole podcast, but uh, they are from California. Uh, they uh, have based all their whiskeys off of John Muir, which is the man who founded uh, uh, Yosemite, um, big conservationist kind of guy. Uh, one of the cool things their distillery does is for every bottle that's purchased of their whiskey, they uh, plant a tree. They've planted something like 12,000 trees so far, which is a really cool thing that they kind of promote with their whiskey. So not only are you getting a good bottle of whiskey, but you're also uh, helping the environment, which is good. Yeah. Do we know where they're planting these? Do they have like a specific lot, or so just... they are planting them all in the California area, um, Northern California. There's a uh, kind of like by Eureka, California. There's kind of a whole forested area where the redwoods are, and that's kind of where they're planting them at. Um, yeah, Northern California is where it says right now. So ah, it's a nice. cool thing. Um, I feel bad that I'm sampling from your bottle and not purchasing my own. Where can I purchase this? So it just came here to Missouri within the last few weeks. Whoa! Uh, it's I I'd gotten these bottles probably a couple weeks ago, and they had said, you know, like, hey, we're gonna be in Missouri. Like, we'd love to, you know, get your stuff. Do you need to check your your spirits over there? No, they're fine. Okay, it's very aggressive. We should say that while we're doing this podcast, you're also distilling spirits as well. <gasps> and it's very aggressive. And now things are catching on fire. No, no, it's fine. All no, right. Yet. <laughs> For the time being. Stay tuned. By the end of this podcast, the St. Louis County, or St. Louis City, I guess we're in St. Louis City here. We are. St. Louis City Fire Department will be here. Your plan to burn the house down was real. <laughs> I have that on recording. Oh, no. Now we are so fucked. Now we can't burn the house down. It's premeditated. <laughs> so, their Emerald Giant is what it's called. It's based off of one of the giant redwood trees in the redwood forest. And that's kind of the other cool part about all their whiskey is each whiskey is... Are you it's sure, part of the like, process. We're, we're okay? It's part of the process, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure, like, I'm not going to, like, die. Adds an extra touch. 
<laughs> Extra spicy. <laughs> so each of their bottles is named after one of the giant redwood trees. Um, and, I mean, I think the bottle design is pretty awesome as well. I think that's a huge selling point. Uh, the three times I've seen it so far here in Missouri, like, immediately kind of attracted to it. It's a good bottle design for uh, making cocktails, too. Why is that? Because it fits in your hand nicely. Okay. It's not an odd shape. It's not too big. It's very sleek. Okay. Kind of reminds me of a, uh, what were we saying? Elmer, or uh, E.H. Taylor Yeah, E.H. Taylor. Yeah, very long. Very similar. Yeah, I like the bottle design. I like the uh, I like the layout. I like the uh, singular color of each mm-hmm. one. Uh, I don't. And the touch of the labels too. No, it adds um, an extra, extra, extra. I was talking Sorry to or what that. I was listening to, but somebody <laughs> said, "Why is rye always green?" Why oh, yes. is rye we always green, Andrew? <laughs> no uh, one knows the fuck yeah, why. Yeah, no one really knows because just like I guess somebody decided that ryes were green. Bullet rye and. This redwood empire is green, and so I was like, "Well, I know one that isn't." <laughs> and which one would that be, Andrew? Yeah, you never know. But the nose on this, uh, it's really good. I mean, I'm getting a little bit of like a peppery kind of ness, some cinnamon, um, a little bit of sugary, like yeah. almost like a like a caramelized kind of sugar to it. Yes, Andrew. No thoughts. No, I I agree with Kevin. Oh, I agree with the, like the sugary aspect of it, um, yeah. with the little spicy. There's some rice that are just very bold, mm-hmm. like in your face, and then there's some that have that sugary like content to it. This which... has a little bit more of that like creme brulee, like where it's torched. It's like that roasty character, but still nice and sweet. And this is a ninety proof rye too. We should say that as well. Um, but yeah, I think. And it was 95 rye, 10 per, or 5, uh, five malted, malted barley. barley. yeah. That seems to th- be the thing these days. Helps, yeah. helps the process. Bullet, bullet as well? I it's think so, yeah. 95.5? I mean, I'm the overall. Yeah. Palette's very, like, has that little sugary character to it, too. Mm-hmm. It's got that little rye bite to it, but it's not, mm-hmm. like, a lingering rye bite. Like, it, it stays stays with you for a while but like it's not like prolonged is that yeah. no it's kind of a short finish you mm-hmm. get a little bit of that uh rye grain up mm-hmm. front spice around the edges and then the, the finish is not necessarily fruity but it's light and it's you know that sugary kind of taste yeah i get a little bit of spice at the end though too the like the front or the whatever you want to call the beginning was a little light for me just Mm kind of coated my palate and then the mid palate's where everything just kind of came in for me i mean i think overall like for what it's kind of it's a little bit of their own whiskey that they've kind of started doing there then it's source whiskey as well and i think it's a great blend of it i mean i think it's it's really well done how Um, old are they uh like whole distillery as a distillery yeah Yeah, i don't know that off the top of my head oh actually because what was that? It's all in Roman numerals. It's M M X V I I. So Andrew, <laughs> can you translate that? Uh, yeah, two thousand uh, X. Uh, no. <laughs> no. X is ten to nine. V. Uh, no. 
2017. Oh, well, so yeah, they're super new. Yeah. So they're actually doing something really good. You know, they're getting themselves established. Mm-hmm. And they are making their own product. It's not like they're just, you know. Right. It's not like they're solely putting a, slapping on. a label yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, and I think that it's bottled in Sonoma County, California. So, I mean, like. You have to think, like, California kind of knows what they're doing a little bit with the wine and all that kind of stuff. So, it's yeah. not well, going to... They own the temperate climate. And yeah. Extracting maximum flavor and exceptional balance. So, like, uh, the fact that they're acknowledging the temperate climate shows that they at least know what they're, they're doing, right? Right. Because, like, if they had no knowledge of it, if they were purely sourcing something, they wouldn't put that on there, right? Because climate has a massive impact yes. on the flavor extraction of your barrels. So uh, maybe it's just they know, so they threw it on there. Maybe it's they're actually doing it and they're trying to get to that point. Um, I always respect people that if, if you are sourcing, you own that you're sourcing. Um, that's great. You know, yeah. There's a lot of great whiskey out there. And if mm-hmm. you have the talent to blend it, and make it awesome, I'll buy it and drink it. Yeah. You know, I, I have no problem with that. It's when you're shady about it and you try to act like it's your own product and, and put your own label on there and, and won't say where it's coming from. It starts, it starts to be a little shitty for me because, you know, I'm, you know, in the distillery yeah. every day making it. And it's like, you know, you can either do it that way or you can do it the right way. So I, I think it's cool that these guys... You know, say that it's it's coming from uh, the bottle doesn't say it, but the website yeah. clearly says mm-hmm. that it's coming from uh, some different sources, and that's cool because you got to get off the ground somehow. Right. I mean, I think that from what it looks like, they're wanting to do like I think at some point in time they're going to come out with their own distill, yeah. and it will be their own. And I mean, I applaud. I mean, we've seen what companies have done with that. I mean, you see what New Rift does with that. I mean, right. they're. I mean, High West sold for what, like a billion dollars? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're tearing it up right now. Um, I think they have three, well, they have four offerings that they do. Um, They have a blended whiskey as well. Um, And I think for starting out like that, I mean, that's a great start for them. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a special release that they kind of do. I've seen it kind of throughout. It's uh, Redwood Empire American Experience or something like that. And I haven't tried that one yet, but I mean... It looks like it, you know, if they're taking the quality in this rye, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they, they're putting the money into the packaging. It's clear that they they, uh, they taste it through everything. This is, this is delicious. Yeah, it's good stuff. Would you guys think, you know, I mean, I think it stands up neat on its own. But, I mean, I mm-hmm. think you could probably make a cocktail out of this and... You'd, oh, you definitely could. Yeah, it would be very palatable in any of like the classic cocktails. It would it would stand out too. It would be distinguishable. I I think. I mean, I think overall, it's it's a really solid rye. I know ryes are kind of like the first. And Angie, you can kind of correct me. Like when you're starting a distillery, like ryes are kind of what people kind of go for when they first start with. Is that correct or no? No, no. No? No, actually the opposite. Really? No, it's all good. Uh, No, rye is actually the most difficult grain to work with. Why Uh, is that? It's stickier when you're uh, mashing it and fermenting it. The way it interacts with just like 
like I said, stickier, so your equipment gets all gunked up. When you start fermenting, it foams really bad, and like you can put different things in there. Um, we actually, can, you can put a little bit of uh, corn oil in there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and Isn't that, that why most lot. people also use the malted barley because it helps the uh, malted, break down the enzymes yeah, and everything? Enzymes and all that. You so, learn something every day. I thought the rye yeah. was the. I thought it was easier to do because you see a lot of the stories, you know, that do a rye like is there their first one I, I don't know like no i i think it's just gotten dude. really popular Is that, so i think that that's why people just jump the gun i mean i'm just making assumptions yeah. here but i think it's a popular like trendy thing so people are jumping the gun to make a rye because they think people like them and bourbon typically too like ryes can be younger and mm-hmm. still taste good bourbons on the other hand if they're younger or a whiskey they're they're not really palatable. They're just kind of lacking in what you're looking for. And right. I think rye can be younger in that aspect, well, too. And it, like, if you want to take it to the extreme example, you can look at, like, the Russell's releases that they've done. The bourbon is a 10-year. The rye is a 6. Right. So if you want to say these guys are experts, they know what they're doing, it, it's clear that there's a pretty big age difference between... What's the sweet spot for a rye and what's the sweet spot for a bourbon? Well, it's good to know. I learned something tonight. It could you know, be we... anywhere in there. But, uh, yeah, rye is traditionally harder to work with, more expensive hmm. to work with. Malted rye is more expensive because um, it's not traditionally done. So that's uh, also a fun layer in there. Um, Which I don't know how many people are actually doing that. We just heard about that recently that it was just... Um... Who is the main distiller that did that? New Riff. So the the guy that came over, and I feel terrible for not knowing his name. The guy that came over and helped New Riff get off the ground um, was like malted rye is like the best thing that you can do. And like if I had to do something that was 100%, it would be malted rye. But it's also the most expensive thing. Um, the last seven years we've been making our rye whiskey with malted and unmalted rye um because it adds that creamier flavor um it's harder to work with but at the end of the day it's it's worth it right you know mm-hmm. i mean we wouldn't be getting craft whiskey of the year multiple times if you weren't releasing a product that was you know good yeah. So that malted rye, there's something to be said for that malted rye. Um, our, our rye is 90% rye, 10% barley. And we use malted and unmalted rye. And it's harder to work with, and not a lot of people are, like, playing around with it. So it's, it's, it's cool to see. Um, sorry. That's no, a completely I... different tangent that wasn't Redwood Empire related. But I, I it's, think it's I think it's, it's that background that. we need yeah. to know. I mean, I think that's impressive. I think... Too, I mean, kind of talking about awards at Redwood Empire's one, this finished double gold in the Las Vegas Global Spirits con- uh, Contest in 2019. So, it's pretty impressive, I think, for yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really good. I've never submitted Spirits to Vegas, but... You should do it. Dave, we should submit Spirits to the Vegas... Comp- what is Vegas? The Vegas Global Spirits Contest. Vegas Global Spirits Awards. Write that down, because... I want to go to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I think that's... And I want to win some shit. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but I think overall, 
Really good rye. It's got a great sweetness at the end. Like, yeah. It's a short finish, mm-hmm. but like as I'm smacking like smacking it around, there's like this interesting. It's not pecan pie, but there's like this interesting like. Hmm. What is this? Buttermilk pie. Have you ever had buttermilk I have pie? I've had that. Oh, nice southern. It's just like it's brulee on the top, but it's just. It's like custard. Yeah, it's like custard pie. Ooh. I get like a buttermilk pie finish. Anyway, for all you southern people, buttermilk pie, you're welcome. Hey, let's get the uh, whole right southern. beer, bourbon, and barbecue, and tell them you wanna you want a whole episode on oh, no. buttermilk. You want a pie. barbecued buttermilk pie? Oh, we smoke smoke buttermilk pie. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll put on the list of things to smoke. We've got the whiskey list of just you know, whiskeys we want to buy. <laughs> now we've got a list of things we want to try smoking. Let's just do it. Let's all. do it. I'm in. And the chili competition it's, needs to happen. It's right, coming. On. Like Sorry. it's coming. Like it is in the works right mm. now. This is a legit thing. A beer, bourbon, barbecue, it chili cook-off. It will be. I've contemplated just buying a can of chili and just entering it. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna just make my own. Why even try? Yeah, Cormel. I mean. <laughs> Dump it in there. I'm going to get some steak and shake chili. Just dump it in there. I can't wait to see what Roger throws at me. Roger's going to bring it. I'm ready. He is going to bring it. He has no idea what's coming He is going to bring it. I'm going to come at him like a German spider monkey. <laughs> they don't exist. It's like a unicorn. They live in the Black Forest, actually. <laughs> Deep in the Black Forest. This is getting weird. It's because of this rye. We've entered this... Yeah, sorry. We keep diverting from this delicious rye, and I feel terrible. It's all right. I mean, I think if it was not good, we would just be focused on that the entire time. But because it's so good... We're able to... Having a good time. Or German spider monkeys. Yes. But I think overall, I would really recommend if you can find a bottle of this, get a bottle of it. Because it's it's super easy to drink. Um, You can drink it neat. Like you said, you could put it in a cocktail. Um, I'm overly impressed with it. Yeah. And you're helping the environment. Yes. I mean, what better can you do? Like, drink a bottle of whiskey and you're helping the environment. So this is available in Missouri, right? I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw both of these at Lucas today when I was there for my whiskey I actually, when you posted that, I saw that, that they had both of them. I think they had all three of theirs. Oh, was it on one of the the tables? And I mean, it's... Relatively reasonably priced. I think it's like thirty something bucks or oh, something wow. like that. I, I mean, yeah, I, I did post nice. the entire list, but I did not look at it. I think admittedly. it was like thirty nine ish or so. Which That's I mean, not bad. I would no pay that. I I think for holy smokes, like the the, the nose now artwork. You know, like yeah. I mean, like it's really good. But what were you saying over there? The the nose. Of the this? nose is very like macaroonish. Now that you know, like that powder sugary kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I you know, want if you old like, fashioned with this. I don't have any oranges, Kevin, or else I'd make one immediately. You do? They're catching that. No, I threw it away the other day. You did? The whole jar? No, the orange. Oh, good. The only other orange we had. So we've moved on now to their uh, Pipe Dream. This is their bourbon whiskey. Um, again, named after one of the great oh, wow. redwood trees. Um, I think the cool part, too, is on all their caps and labels... It has where that tree is actually found. Like it has the latitude and longitude oh, that's super of where cool. it is, and it tells you how old that tree is. Like the Emerald Giant is one thousand one hundred eighty years old. Oh, I like this. 
whiskey even more now because that's badass. What does that one say? The pipe dream. It's up at the top on the cork. Up on the, the latitude? No, not the no. latitude. <laughs> no. I got you, Andrew. The pipe dream is 1,340 years old. Oh. Yeah. Dear yeah, Lord. Would you like to hold that again? We're an old yeah, tree. please. So the trees have seen everything, haven't they? The trees have seen everything. That's why the Lorax <laughs> wants us to save them. Um, so this bourbon is four to twelve years old. It's kind of a blend of those whiskeys. Um, the color is different on this one compared to the rye. Um, just based off their website, it says it's a deep golden hue. Does say more? And the other one said it was orange. Okay. I mean, I, what do you see? They look similar. That's because I'm also partially colorblind, so you know, you could put whatever you wanted in front of me. So what are you getting on the nose over there? I'll need to smell it again from the Glencairn, but when I... It oh. has like this like kind of ashy little smoky note to it that's different. Kind of has like nice little fruit, like cherry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting some vanilla. I always have a hard time picking up vanilla for some reason. I could see that though. The mash bill on this is 75% corn. 21% rye and 4% malted barley. Could and it's raw rye. I don't know what the difference in ryes are. Why are you staring at me like that? What kind of rye is it? Raw. Raw rye. Raw rye. Raw rye. Raw rye. Raw rye. Raw rye. Raw Raw rye. Is that a Lady Gaga song? Raw rye. Yeah. Raw rye. <laughs> I didn't know where I got it from. <laughs> I like the nose on this. Yeah, I, I like think I nose. like the rye a little bit more than I like the nose on this, the bourbon. But You like the nose of the rye? Yes, better than I like the bourbon nose. I am getting a little bit of that charred smell to it, though. Like yeah. you were saying. like I got it when, it when I first poured it, and I was like, oh, wow, this is weird. Kind of like... I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. It was kind mm-hmm. of bold. Um, and the Glencairn, it kind of evened out a little bit more, though, with that cherry. But it's a little musty, too, now mm-hmm. that it's sat there. Like, just a tad. It's not like... Right. It's not like a overly powering type, like, mustiness. But it's like almost like a like those 12-year-old kind of whiskeys, you know, like that ageness kind of feel to it. But I don't know the exact blend of what they've done for right. this, but... It does have some, I mean, if you're picking it up too, it has some kind of, of that characteristic in it. Maybe like an extra char level or age, or I don't know what they would have done. But Kind of reminds me of an old-fashioned. Also, when you get the cherry note, that also means it's usually over a certain age, right? Hmm. I believe. That's what I was told. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I've gotten a lot of cherry notes out of some uh, under two-year-old just corn. Okay. Um, as long as it's barrel-aged, um, depending. So corn adds a lot of cherry. Um, it's funny that you both say 12 and more developed because I was literally thinking the same thing. This tastes like a much older whiskey. Um, if you've ever had uh, the Hickory Hill 12 year, which is a total wine, I think Spirits Direct exclusive, um, 
that's a 12 year offering and it has a lot of those um like cherry notes mm -hmm. in there a lot of like frosting like sugar notes powdered sugar i think you know how you were talking about pies earlier i'm getting a lot of like pecan kind of pie on this one um more of like a nutty nutty taste to it i guess is more of what i'm saying yeah on the back end mm-hmm I think that the flavors overall on it are really good, but it's not, I don't think I would, if I had to pick between like the rye and this, the rye has a much more like developed taste to yeah. it. This is, it's good, but I think that it's just lacking a little bit of that complexity type yeah. to it. Oh, Andrew, you've brought back other whiskeys. The flavor, hey. oh, sorry. I was going to say the flavor on this just kind of like you taste everything, but it's nothing's like popping. Mm -hmm. It has good flavor to it. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's just nothing's like really standing out or like, you know. I feel like the rye might have a little bit of their own kind of flair to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas the bourbon for me tastes a little bit more like just kind of a generic sourced product. What's the proof on it? This one is 90 proof as well. Oh, okay. So, Andrew, you've poured a comparison to it. This is the... I don't know if it's a comparison. But it was on some... hand, and it tasted kind of... This is a 12-year-old uh, single-barrel uh, straight bourbon, Hickory Hill. Uh, it's, I guess, 90 proof. What's yeah. The... This is 90 proof as well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is a Total Wine Spirits Direct store pick. Um, I have no idea anything about it. I know it's a 12-year-old bourbon with a sticker label on it. Um, I think it's pretty good. It's got some cool complexity to it, but at the same time. I mean, if I'm doing comparison, like nose and all that, like they smell similar. Like So at that age and all that, I feel like it's very similar in them. Um, this, you know, the... Hickory Hill being a 12-year, because like it says straight up as a 12-year. Um, but this Redwood Empire, I mean, I'm really impressed with. Like, again. A little creamier. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, I'm... This is good bourbon, good rye. I would highly recommend you go buy a bottle of it, because I don't think you're going to find a lot similar to it like it's got its own uniqueness to it but at the same time it's relatively cheap like it's not like you're gonna break the bank buying a bottle of it this one has a little bit more like viscosity to it yeah a little bit more mouthfeel yeah it, yeah. it stays in your mouth longer than the mm -hmm. I mean this Hickory Hill they're both 90 proof so that's interesting mm -hmm. if this is a little higher that would make sense but the fact that they're both the same proof doesn't that mean that there's more fatty acids in it if it kind of clings to your mouth? Has that more creamy taste to it? Yeah. Yeah. Some more fusels are hanging Thank you, on. Bill Nye. Science guy. Science guy right there. That's why I love coming over with you guys because, like, you tell me all these things that I've <laughs> learned and didn't know beforehand. Um, I'm super Chemistry, impressed with Kevin. this. Chemistry, yes. Yeah. I'm super impressed with this. I mean, I think 
I mean, I actually really like. It. I don't know the price point on it. I'd probably buy it for forty bucks. So if it is forty yeah, bucks, about I'd, forty. Yeah, I'd buy it for forty dollars. I think it's good. I mean, I would buy it as a gift. If it was more than that, I'd be, you know I could buy something else. But label artwork, school. Yeah, the label. Art, I mean, their artist is very neat. Yeah. And I mean, nice. I love how like it's consistent between all the bottles. Like John Muir is like their big go-to. Like I mean. They've got quotes of him like the Is power that of imagination. To be him? Yeah, the power of imagination makes us all infinite. Like I mean, that's like his big thing. Like he was really wanting this legacy to last forever, and I think that's which I mean, what a cool statement. Yeah. Um, what's this one? Most people are on the world, not in it. I mean, that's deep. Nice. You know, the other one. I like cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's it's a great story. It's a great idea. Like, I mean, you you buy a bottle, you plant a tree. Like, I think it's an awesome campaign. I mean, I know Angel, Angel's Envy is doing something similar to that right now. Um, but I think... But you have to, like, hashtag and go through effort right. outside of just buying their bottle. Right. I mean, this, this is just... Is just like. Buy a bottle of whiskey and you feel good about yourself. You bought a bottle of whiskey. You know. So I wonder if their distributor buys a six-pack, they automatically plant six trees because technically those are sold in their books. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> six trees right there. Right. Exactly. So please tell all of your stores to carry this product and still 630. <laughs> Gotta because put your gotta six, put your plugs in there. Six bottles plants six trees, and for us, it just you know keeps the lights on. Buys more grain. <laughs> but I think overall, Redwood Empire, if you can find it in your area, buy a bottle of it. It's a really yeah. good whiskey just to have. Um, I definitely will probably find another bottle of the rye. Um, the bourbon, I, I'm a little iffy on if I, I would buy another bottle of the bourbon, but definitely the rye for me. I want to try their uh, blended um, uh, other product that they have. I'm going to see what that one is. The Lost Monarch, which is a blend of straight whiskeys. So that's their other product that they have, and it's a blend of 60% rye whiskey, 40% of their bourbon whiskey. So... Hmm. It'd be interesting to try. I, I, it's pretty close. It's 60 40. Yeah. We could so do that right here. So it's a rye. We could. You want to try it? We should. We should. For measuring science. Science. Um, what color is its label? Uh, Bluish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you be the ultimate judge of that. Oh, wow. Nailed it. Blue. Cool. I like that too. Is it good? like a guy's head? Yeah, John Muir. With like trees growing on it? Yeah. Just like this one here. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, trees I think their label artwork, like that's a huge seller for me. Like, I mean, 100%. I hate to say, like. All right, how many ounces of the rye? Uh, 60 40. So we'll go. Uh, one ounce. One and a half, one and a half of that, and then one of the bourbon. So if this is what the Lost Monarch tastes like, I think it's really good. I mean, it's pretty impressive, the blend of the two of them. 
the rye, I think, stands out on its own. Um, really comes off the nose, for sure. Yeah. Kind of buttery, but... Mm-hmm. That spice carries through the whole time. But, mm. It kind of reminds me of, like, a, a turnover. You know how, like, you get those buttery turnovers that are, like, really flaky and just... Buttery, buttery flaky, flaky. crisp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two just crack me up. But, yeah. You know, like, you get that butteriness, like, in a croissant, you know, fresh croissant. I'm getting more pepper on this one than I am, like... Just blending the two of them, like just more of a peppery kind of taste, like uh, almost like when you do like a brisket and you put that fresh cracked pepper on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting a lot of. That rice spice is all over the front of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the the bourbon's kind of playing second fiddle. Like you get some of that corn sweetness in there, but up front, all around it, it's that like uh, rye grain. Yeah, not. Not rye whiskey, like spicy, like the way you traditionally think about right. it, but like rye grain. This is, it's yeah. very subtle, but at the same time, it's like a kicky kind of like in yeah. the face. There's a pop. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it pops in your mouth. This is really good. Ooh. I mean, I'm super impressed. Like, now I want to go buy a bottle of the Lost, the Lost Monarch um, and just see, like, are we close with this, you know? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, or just two more bottles of what you currently have. I mean, yeah, that's true. Just, you know, Make pour those two bottle. together. And... We'd have to do 60-40, so I'd have to drink, you know, 60% of one bottle. You would. I would. I would. The math is good. The math is good. But I think overall, Redwood Empire is doing a fantastic job with their whiskey. I think it's definitely something, if it's in your area, check it out. Um, it's well worth the $40. I don't feel like, you know, like some bourbons you buy and it's like, did I really spend 40 bucks on that? Yeah. You know, this is, it's good. I think it's a, it's a good reasonable gift. Like if you're going to, you know, give somebody like some whiskey, like, Hey, try this, you know? Um, I think we give a lot of shit to California, you know? Yeah. And rightfully some of it's so. rightfully so, but Hey, Redwood Empire, you're doing good. We no, appreciate that's it. Super cool. Yeah. No, I love the artwork and the, 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 juice is good yeah yeah it's, it's really good. good so we uh, appreciate you tuning in to sauce on beer burn barbecue uh, hope you enjoyed this review of redwood empire um andrew if people want to follow you on instagram how can they do that i am the indomitable beard you are yeah that's that's about it and andrew if people want to follow you as well because you do fantastic reviews as well i try try my damnedest um, I am drink bourbon underscore wear lipstick. I mean, I appreciate the two of you coming tonight and trying this, or I guess letting me come to your house and try this, and we won't burn it down. Yet. Yet. But we will. Tomorrow. Jump to Mel's room. <laughs> Wombat <Jump> to <laughs> Mel's room. <laughs> uh, and on that note, Thanks for tuning in to Sauce on Beer, Burn, Barbecue. Make sure you subscribe, review, and uh, rate us. And we'd uh, love that five-star rating. And we hope that you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.